When it comes to comedy and comedians, I will always be the outsider looking in. I love sitting down with them and listening to their experiences. I find a kinship with comedians being in a band myself where a lot of the preparatory work congeals inside one's mind or alone in one's room where its results will inevitably generate weeks and months out on the road presenting the finished work. It has been a reoccurring topic on this podcast when comedians are brought on to discuss their protracted nature when it comes to releasing material. This I see as the main difference between comedians and musicians. While some musicians are too prolific for their own good, pumping out records and side projects to the point where you want to tell them to slow down or stop outright, comedians are more contemplative and precious with their craft. After all, a musician can sit in a room for an hour and write three songs, but it could take weeks for a comedian to write a quality joke. Even then, song appreciation is so relative to whomsoever hears it that an eight-minute dirge of noise could be music to one person's ear and, well, simply noise to another. Jokes, on the other hand, leave little room for interpretation with an underlying expectation that they be a series of bullseyes and bold strikes. The standards are definitely higher in comedy. One needs to take a casual look at what passes for music these days to know that we as musicians adhere to no standards whatsoever. So I'm Always very excited when I hear about my favorite comedians releasing anything, televised specials, DVDs, and my preferred comedic platform, the Comedy Album. I love collecting comedy records. If there's one patch in my record collection that I fawn over the most, most venerated, it's my collection of comedy records. For the amount of working comedians out there, few put out anything. Meanwhile, in music, bands have management, record deals, and discographies before they've even played a show. One of my favorite comedians out there just happens to be Canadian. Just happens to have been a previous guest on this podcast, too. Episode number 35, to be exact, Mr. Jason Rouse. And on that last episode, we talked about uh, him possibly putting out a record. I, for one, would love to hear a Jason Rouse comedy record. Well, it's on its way, and I'd like to think that our discussion from last year had some sort of role in precipitating its release. Maybe. Probably not. After all, Rouse is an accomplished comedian, several awards, a road record that spans the globe, and now an album. It's called Rotten, and currently you can get it through his website, jasonrouse.com. During the Christmas holidays, Rouse dropped by and talked shop with Nick and I about everything and nothing at all, as usual. It's always fun to be around someone who has something that's about to be released. You get excited for them. So we caught up with Rouse on the eve of his album's release. I'm just happy there's a comedy record that exists that met Rouse's high standards for quality. As with every episode, thanks go out to Skull Candy Headphones, and Blue Mic Microphones. Supreme thanks to you for listening and for all your wonderful comments on iTunes and SoundCloud. Thank you again. Okay, here we go. Jason Rouse is this episode's guest on the official Danko Jones podcast. 
And for this episode, we're going to start it with a song that was written for the podcast. Check it out, because it starts now. <laughs> um, it is Christmas, isn't it? <laughs> well, the last time you were here was a year ago. Was it a year ago? It was a year ago. It was like almost, well, if not to the day, to the week. Oh, really? You were here a year ago. Okay. I was planning to leave because uh, I had, I started my uh, Canadian tour uh, a couple months ago. I, I went, we went from, I went from Los Angeles to uh, St. John's, Newfoundland. In Which was great. October? Uh, yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then um, I was like, oh, Newfoundland. Uh, you know, it'll be fun. But it turned out the East Coast shows were the best. Halifax, uh, Moncton, mm-hmm. and uh, St. John's, Newfoundland. They're so stoked down there. St. John's? showed up? I feel like St. St. John's is one of my favorite Canadian cities. It's just mm-hmm. that it's so far. You yeah. know, like it's, it's, it's just a little bit hard to get to. Once you get there, it's like really pretty. I imagine that's what some English towns would look like yeah you know? yeah most and, definitely and, and most and, definitely and, and like the people are just like they're happy that you're there you know and, and it's, it's weird how they're mocked by the rest of the country is for their <laughs> their kind of quirkiness and but they're so nice and how, their accent isn't it the accent that don't you play the east coast at all no we we <laughs> no? want to no we want to really yeah, yeah we've been to halifax a, a few times but yeah those domestic flights we've never played hard. newfoundland and we've only played what? new brunswick once we've never played prince edward island i think if no, you played shit. newfoundland it'll probably be awesome charlottetown yeah, yeah. oh yeah charlottetown's great prince edward island really yeah, yeah, it's great. I of course I'm talking about nine years ago, last time I was right. there. Okay. But um, beautiful, like it's Anne of Green Gables. You know, you go and you're driving through a postcard. And you played there at, in Anne of Green Gables. No, no, land? no, no, in Charlottetown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was it I just played, you like, and like a bunch of Japanese sort of tourists, you know, like photographed. Because that's like the thing about BEI is Japanese enthusiasts of Anne of Green Gables like are a big part of the tourist industry there. And same in Norway, it's weird. Oh, that's so weird. They get like <laughs> these these herds of like uh, people from all over Asia that come and see like really white people. It's right. like they're going to see unicorns. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like wow, they can make them that white. But then all the people in in Nor- Norway are also looking at them, going, "Wow, this." Yeah. Wow. So this Thanks is for these bringing are the Japanese. money in. Like yeah. we've we, you can put it in the pile with next to the oil oh, we got yeah, over yeah, here. Totally. <laughs> Norway is probably one of the best countries in the world. Period. Yeah. I mean, on every level. Arts, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Hair color, view, yeah. yeah. Uh, They're more well-rounded. But it is an amazing country. Norway is. I've only been to Oslo. A, a land it seems of like awesomeness. It's difficult to get further than Oslo. Bergen, Bergen uh, is, is awesome. We were just there last month. Maybe just uh, three weeks ago, we were in Bergen, um, in Drammen, which is kind of like the a suburb, I would say, of, of Oslo. Okay. We played there, and uh, and then we played outside of Oslo as well 
Yeah, it was it was a great I little run, it, and it, you can it's a great place to spend uh, thirteen dollars on a pint of beer. Right? Yeah, exactly. You just, Much better than Italy, where you can actually strangely do the same thing. Is it really expensive? Can I remember in Milan once, just like going to a bar and just being like, "Did we just spend, you know, like seventy nine bucks, to ten euros on <laughs> you a can't do that though beer? Yeah, you can't. I made Not gonna have a good time. Yeah, and I, you've learned as a traveler like yourselves, uh, you got to spread it out. Yeah. And uh, yeah. I've, I'm trying to distance as much, but it's hard to be, uh, you know, as a stage performer and then go into the audience and just try and have a normal conversation. Everybody wants to take you and show them how crazy their neighborhood is and have some shots and do this and that. And then or, they don't understand that that's, this is every town and you just get burned out on it. But you, you've never been really, I don't know what it was like earlier in your career. But it you, was, I've never seen you. It uh, lasted for a couple of tours, and that was it. Yeah, and you were just—you weren't even partying. You were probably just like staying up and checking out what was going on. Yeah, right? I mean, for me, than, partying would be yeah, staying up and talking to someone about records, and then sure. we'd go to the record store the next day. So no yeah, wonder you got burned out. Wow! Actually, there was one time we were in Bergen, and uh, you were in Bergen. That's right. And Corey was like going, "Rouse is here," and I'm like, "Well, that's yeah. great, man." Yeah, we're at the bar. Well. You guys have fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell I Rouse I said hi. It's I would weird. only drink like two or three beers. I mean, we're talking 13 bucks a beer. Like, literally, that's not even exaggerating. Then let's say you want a midnight snack or something when you're out drinking. That's $15, too. Stumble into a, uh, the Burger King in Oslo. That's a $25 yeah. happy meal. Or 7-Eleven. There's nothing happy about seven, that. Seven, no, no. <laughs> it's a sad meal. Seven, that's a decadent meal. That's all. But, you know, like... 7-Eleven was the most mind-blowing for me in, in uh, I ate a lot of hot dogs. I was like, first of all, so classy. You walk yeah. in, it's like, there's like this. There's a Sears like an catalog VIP model. Lounge, you She's know? like a model working the cashier. And you get these amazing hot dogs. I got like this incredible <laughs> sausage wrapped in bacon. Yeah, yeah. That was like, but it was like $19 probably, I, you know? Like, I know the 7-Eleven you're talking about. Really? It's the one that says seven. No. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's got that sign. I go to the one, uh, you know, uh, the garage in Bergen. The yeah, we were there. just there. Yeah, we were there's just a, there. There's a Seven Eleven on the corner. Yeah, That's I know I that one. That, I know that one you're talking about yeah. too. That's um, a great little. little yeah, we city. just played there. Made uh, from the finest lips month. and assholes. From 1995, no, 96 to 2004, I was doing comedy in Canada and then moved to England in 2004. I had my ancestral visa via my grandfather being born in England. Nice. That uh, expired. And then I had my green card came into effect. So I had to take a residency. So I went to New York. I didn't dig New York. It was too much for mm -hmm. me. And not enough... Uh, um, going from London, England, which is like the the best comedy thing I circuit I think in the world. Really? Yeah, it's great. It, it was it's it's kind of deflated a little bit now uh -huh. over the last four or five years. I kind of got out at the tail end mm -hmm. to, when I moved to the U.S. and but I loved it. Like you just flip, you, you look at Time Out magazine and you, there's a hundred venues in the city. And you just you get a chance you can take the public transit and do two three four gigs and then go into New York, where there was this kind of uh, this kind of um, we're in New York. Uh, I was living in uh, no, I mean like we're in New York. So fuck you. 
Yeah, 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 totally. Yeah, like, and get, that, get, that's fine. Know, fall in. But there was, like, a, a rash of, like, I don't know, this whole kind of, like, you're, yeah. you're a nerd, Nick. I'm a, I but you're a like real nerd. I'm a true nerd. You're real, but you, you must Actual do it. Weirdo. You get a lot of scabs. I, wear, I have scabs. Uh, I mean, I mean, like, c- comedians are, are mimicking something that you've been <laughs> your whole life. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Like he's Nick. It's, first it's of real all, deal. First of all, I mean, I'm like sexy nerd. Yeah, yeah. You like, uh, you know, Jeff Goldblum if he was in a motorcycle accident. Yeah, like Jeff Goldblum if like he had uh, maybe like uh, genetics, worse genetics, you know, like and, and, and like, by your posture scoliosis. Yeah, scoliosis. Like never invested in those orthotics, you know. Maybe like, uh, uh, his, you know, yeah, like the village. If the village idiot had had sex with like, uh, like one of Jeff Goldblum's <laughs> ancestors, you're like Michael. Richards without the end bombs and the bank account. I love how you're participating in your. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're supposed to give. You know, it's all about. You have to say yes and. Because you know, it's true to who he is. He's very aware and self conscious. And that is. Uh, but you get like these other people that are kind of mimicking this kind of nerdist type uh, things. And it's fake. And it fucks me off. I mean, it, the whole thing is really weird. Uh, Jason, like it's first of all, I think I think that uh, do you know what I'm talking about? I know. Yeah. Exa- I mean, no, I know it, what you're talking you, about. You've become a fat. I'm. I already. My fat already passed. I'm actually in like a second life of trying to yeah, yeah. do another thing. You know what I mean? Like of uh, of just trying to be as like a second wind in your career. I I honestly am only about. Uh, just like trying to connect at this point with an audience that's like the only goal of every show yeah (laughs) like it used to be thinking that like detachment and jokes was enough but then it was like it just was like I felt what I thought was my uh, fad time basically like when people would have liked me and I played to exactly what should have been I thought would have been my audience which was this was a dumb thing to think like 21 to 24 year old Rock fan. Yeah, know, yeah, I remember. At, um, when, I think the first time we'd met briefly was at um, that uh, that that where we used to kick the ceiling. Um, jerky treats, probably. Yeah, what was yeah. the bar called? The Rancho Relaxo. Rancho Relaxo, yeah. and I think you, you were in there one time, and it was it was there was this kind of kind of culty kind of thing yeah. that you you had like something going. Yeah, something was going for a few years, yeah. and then I feel like all of these American comics who had this sort of combination of being like really really personable a lot of them and then sort of nerdy but sort of not they check was, boxes to like conform you know, it yeah and like suddenly it's like just like doing a bunch of jokes while you're not making eye contact and like about having a hairy you know butt or something <laughs> yeah dick really oh, was what i would say like weren't gonna uh i just was like oh this is like really not you know this is not gonna i'm gonna be like you know, not able to work if I just keep doing this. Yeah. Which is sad, you know, because I didn't, I, I liked doing it that way. But I also saw people like Anthony Jeselnik kind of like having just all of the ingredients in place. But you he's know? not a nerd, like his whole that's what I mean. a nerd. No, 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 but that's what I'm, that's what I'm sort of saying is like, he was like this confident guy who would like smile uh, after saying all this crazy shit, and uh, I was like, mm, I don't know, you know, like it kind of made me it's realize contrived. how much, w- yes, but how contrived something has to be <laughs> if you want to sell it as, and even him, I would argue, has had like kind of a, like a lot of flack, you know, even though he's 
been successful for sure. I think that there's still a lot of people who, are, you know, he said that like he writes something that is like I really want people to be able to say like crazy shit as comedians. I really want that to just be allowed. But you know, if he posted that thing about the Boston Marathon, I had to delete it. You know, like. Um, Attell is the master. Yeah, well, Dave Attell is just a he very... He is the master. I think that, that so whole generation of, yeah. of people, I think that there's a lot to be said for people who came up a is little it maybe bit before the nerd rise. Because you know? Jezelnik is a kind of a good-looking guy, and Attell is not, you know, he's not. So it it's allows him... It's apples and him, oranges, though. Yeah, Jezelnik has a weird eye. No comedian is good-looking. No, no, every comedian has some flaw in their looks. Otherwise, they'd be doing some other yeah. shit. You know, like as soon as they, even Dane Cook, like something is weird. You There's know? gonna be some vulnerability, especially yeah. if you're doing more uh, uh, harsher context and stuff. There has to be some, yeah. Uh, you know, even like uh, you have to expose something to get away with it. I have to destroy my ego in front of an audience to be able to get away with the shit that I want to do at the end of the show. <laughs> so I have to do, I have to have myself violated on so many levels verbally. <laughs> and then I, I can allow them to do my big neck fucking joke at the end of the show. <laughs> I mean, do you actually, do you think that, do you it's find true, like though. it is, you know where I just played actually, I, I had a really, I, it's like, it, the cool thing is, I've kept doing bands and I've really never stopped doing stuff and I've kept mm. writing, writing. I dig it. Doing stuff. And it's, it, I just, now it's sad, but like just independently I can, I'm playing, I played Hamilton the other day mm -hmm. and I, you know, there was like 40, 50 people out specifically to see me, you know, and then. And Comedy. Yeah, and comedy and Waterloo, the same thing, you know. So, so it's really slow, but it's like I do think that I. And then I'm having people. This is the best part, you know. Also kind of annoying, but like when people being like, "Man, like that shit from like ten years ago you were doing, I it was still so funny to me." You know, they're they're like they're like, "Wow, that was so good." They paid attention to you, isn't that nice? It's nice. It's a little bit, you know. Dinko just made kind of like a nod because it's like that's like a bit the worst thing to hear too is like you're you're in the now and someone's like yeah yeah someone's yeah. like man that stuff the way you were before remember the when way you had we your were shit before. together <laughs> yeah remember right. when you weren't in this downward spiral it always and is. I'll take a double double there Tommy yeah, Tim right. <laughs> yeah I mean it's it's just like I don't know um, I think with the the economy and the the kind of politics in the world right now there's a lot of power struggles between what uh, what people are willing to accept and what they're not right now but I'll take the American nerd thing over Canada's no thing yeah, 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 yeah. at any time right now if you kind of go up you know, everybody, it's it's like, it's kind of like the mild west out here, you yeah. know, like, in, the, in that it's like, you can kind of go, oh, I know what I'll do. I'm here in Canada, I'll just do something where I'll be like, the glasses man tour, you know, yeah, it's yeah. like, I'm Nick, I'm the glasses man, or I'm, you know, like, it, like, you can just sort of say you're doing some sort of, you are th this particular niche, and no one's going to stop you in Canada, because like, there's no real competition there's no drive. no one gives a fuck. Nobody gives a hell. <laughs> Damn. You, yeah. I remember when Cullen was on the podcast and the both and of more you were talking. Importantly, no one gives a fuck what Nick's talking about in general. In <laughs> and out of the podcast, nobody gives. I've a fuck. seen people spit on him on public transit. <laughs> you ruined my anniversary last night at your fucking show. Right. Do you have to write cunt in all your notebooks? <laughs> Just and I'll have my double double, please. <laughs> right. If I worked at a Nick coffee shop, Tim Hortons. If I did. 
I would be a lot more scalded than I am now. I already have a lot of like, You got Parkinson's though, so you're not really a big coffee pourer. <laughs> it is genetic in my family. So <laughs> what, how are you gonna snowball that into a career with the shaky hand and shit? Are you gonna take I'll the just, microphone in your head and just lay on the stage? I'll just shake a lot of people's hands. <laughs> you know, like I'll just <laughs> You got your forearm clamped into a vice and people are just walking up and holding it and oh walking away. <laughs> yeah, we were at your show last night, and uh, I hurt my shoulder shaking your hand there, old Shaky McGee. Well, I mean, the last time you were on the podcast, we were talking about why haven't you put out an album, and yes. now you are. So I am. A year later, it's about well, oh. the eve of your album's release. It's very exciting. I'm. Uh, it's. Um, I recorded it like three or four times, and even this recording, because we had originally recorded it in Toronto. And I thought if I kind of do it the weekend following Halloween, I might get the kind of aftermath of the kind of the, the, the horror uh, nerdy kind of uh, right. weirdos that would kind of might come to the Jason Rouse show as kind of a, a secondary hallway ha- ha- Halloween kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And it was fucking awful. I had um, I had got a, a sound engineer in. We recorded it, and. Um, it was terrible. Where was it? Again? At Yuck Yucks. Oh, here. So, uh, yeah, in Toronto. So you were trying to get people second. who wanted to go to Yuck Yucks to celebrate, like, the Halloween that they didn't celebrate. Completely the opposite Yuck showed up. It was yeah. fucking all, It was old white people, and they were, uh, I guess, the, the beginning of the kind of Christmas party element. And it was right. fucking terrible, man. I, I was awful. Yeah, because by I November, so f- we're already at everyone thinking it's Christmas. It was awful. I, I gambled, and I lost. And I spent about six to eight months playing. I brought all my merchandise. I had a banner. I'm like, this is going to be the Jason Rouse show. I'm going to get a good recording out of this. We're going to record the two shows. I can't even listen to the... They sent me the the uh, the, the recordings, mm-hmm. the raw files. And I, I couldn't listen. I mean, don't you think listen that, to it? No, it was so do bad. You, do my, you not have someone in your life that kind of, you know, kind of says, hey, Jason, this is awesome. Uh, yeah, but those are liars. <laughs> and those are my friends who just do that to keep me from shooting yeah, myself. You need that that voice. <laughs> it's weird. It's weird. It's really hard to have that voice of honesty in your life because, first of all, unless they do exactly what you do, you can kind of discount their opinion sometimes. You know what I mean? No, like, I understand yeah. that. But, uh, you know, someone that you're like, okay, I totally, can, I, I have totally high expectations. Guy. He's mm-hmm. really honest with me. You know, when, you, when you're when doing shows and stuff, and people come up and they're, they're like, oh, man, that was so great. And you're like, this is probably the worst show of the year. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But they've taken in something completely different. But you have a standard. And the, the Danko Jones brand is this. But And we did this tonight. But I need to live up here to kind of keep my muse going in this whole thing. Right. Not to, not to stay local with my statements, but I feel like... You're you, hammered, aren't you? Because you, you, Your mouth smells like the LCBO. I'm Brundlefly. What's Brundlefly? It's is it a liqueur? And, uh, oh, is oh it? whoa! Fly. Whoa, yeah. hey, that's right. <laughs> the IMDb. fucking nerds no point themselves on out, top eh? Of the Real deal nerd, mother. Why am I pointing at you when I'm talking I, I, in the I, microphone? I, <laughs> you're I'm flipping through. A, there must be a spell here. for to make this one go away. I think I should start being like you, Philistine. It's not my fault you don't know how to read. First Jason. of all, what is Philistine? Yeah, they were the Palestinians. You know, so just run with that. Hamilton. Yeah, I, I don't think you went to school Philistine. in Hamilton. I think you. That's think a great you name for hung a heavy around metal outside band. of schools in, in Hamilton. You know, I think I, I think that you like maybe anyway. Philistine. That would look like think corpse paint with like horn rim glasses. Sure. 
<laughs> um, could we turn it down a little bit? Everyone's yelling over us. One, two, three. This is how. <laughs> no one likes me. Wait, I, was gonna... <laughs> I feel like you can't get an album recorded in Toronto. With, like a comedy album recorded in Toronto with like an incredible response. Well, I Do you did know what it. I mean? Like, where, where did you record it? I yeah, recorded the luck? first one. A Corey did my recording at the Hard Luck. Oh, I didn't know yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I was so fucked up. Ugh, I went out the night me? before. Uh, and that was great. People, I could have been your plant. I was I was an hour <laughs> an hour late for the show, and it was packed, and it was great. But I I, I dropped them. I was very unprofessional. I see. So then I re-recorded it a year later uh, on the Saturday at the Toronto Club. It was awful. So I last minute I um, my buddy's a guitar tech for um, uh, oh what's the uh, um, uh, metal band uh, fuck. Anyway, Canadian metal. Band? Yeah, yeah. Uh, inf- I want to say not enforce. Uh, for- Annihilator. Annihilator. I don't know how I pulled that. Out. Yes. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And uh, he, he's, he's been a cool. Uh, Dave Sheldon is his name. Okay. He was. He. I. I reached out to him. I knew he was very uh, um, tech savvy. Mm-hmm. And um, I said, "Listen, man, because I, I did the show in Ajax on the Thursday, and it was great." I said, "Listen, uh, I'm sorry. Was it Thursday? Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, the Thursday." So I said, look at man, can you come out Saturday and record both shows? I don't know what's going to happen, but uh, and I and I just expected him to do it with my Zoom. He set up the mics in the room, and, and we got a great recording. And the show was great. We got both shows. So oddly enough, I think it comes down to, like, a, a, my comedy works better around working class, um, yeah. you know, blue-collar type people. Or that's rock, not a bad thing. Rock, yeah, and it's cool. I think there's more longevity in that. They're more yeah, dedicated to definitely. what they they're into, and uh, there's uh, a future in that, uh, opposed to a fad where um, it just it's fleeting. But um, so I got it. I got the recording. We're just doing the edits now, and um, we, the artwork's done. Everything's getting. You've listened worked. to this. I have. I've listened to it numerous is it times. One show. Oh, I'm did, cutting two shows yeah, together. Yeah, that was what I. I did with uh, there my was chunks as of well. chunks I couldn't um, I couldn't get the 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 front to back because there was a lot of second guessing yeah because a lot of the audience wasn't they didn't know who the fight at one point even during the recording I'm like you people have no idea what you, why you're here like you yeah. you haven't done any research I can see it on their faces I wonder who it's is this is this gonna be like what we saw on television no no not at all mm-hmm. but it worked they were into it. And alcohol, I think, especially on the second show, allowed me to be uh, a, a lean into it a lot heavier than uh, I normally would to get some really cool organic craziness. Yeah, I think if I do another record, I'm gonna like have a, maybe two drinks before the show. Yeah, you know, and something because loosen up, loosen up a little bit because I think that one of the biggest killers, of course, of of recording anything is just the knowledge live. Is the knowledge that you're recording, and well, I haven't, I haven't seen yeah, it. it, it uh, you fight yourself on stage, so I haven't seen you in a while. <laughs> but I always see you have this kind of uh, uh, struggle <laughs> of like I shouldn't be here, but I'm gonna be here. <laughs> uh, you know, you can see it, the subtext underneath all your jokes. Oh, fuck, okay. The best, the best note I ever got from somebody was completely insane. face the audience. No, no one's. Ever <laughs> he, but pretty much, actually, pretty very close to that. He said, pants, pants. No, no, no. The pants, the no pants thing has only been a boon to my career. Uh, 
he said. He Remember said, when you used to put your glasses on your cock and do Groucho Marx impressions? <laughs> oh, that was just for you. Or the spitting Pinocchio. That was before. That was the original. That was before podcasts. I stopped we wearing open-toed shoes around you because of that. <laughs> he's got a lot. Of, he's got a lengthy, stringy load. You need to drink some water and do some yoga, buddy. It was coming out like that silly string. It, it, I got a, I got a horrible, some sort of chemical burn on the inside of my toe from your cum shot. <laughs> But that was that was a, you didn't do a lot of corporates that year, but I didn't do I liked corporates. it. Yeah, I ran for uh, you know I got to fuck some juggalos. <laughs> I might do that festival next year. Gather, oh, are yeah, you serious? Sure. Yeah, you're like, you're, I mean you're Whoa. like two steps removed from being a juggalo. It's <laughs> terrible. Who me? Yeah. Now that's probably one of the meanest things anyone's ever said. To me. I gave you two steps, man. I can't Those stand that. I, like, I might do this festival. I can't stand. I can't stand it. I like being in a, at a party I'm not invited to. Yeah, but I'm sure it'll be fine. They they love that kind of. It's well, like a it's like a a, a, um, a NASCAR with clown makeup. <laughs> yeah, I think it might have been it's, what's it's super. It's like super actually like not fun. Like not like loose feeling it but feels I, like a bunch of people who like really are just not sure what to do for fucking sports yes so maybe just, like five six years ago but ever since that movie ever yeah. since they got spoofed on well, SNL now it's the nerds and the hipsters I, are showing I think it's up. actually kind of funny that <laughs> yeah, yeah. you would do it I mean I think it Definitely. would be something that you would actually no do it man they'll do pellet it. you with shit like te te tequila <laughs> it, it's got oh, it's, yeah, it's yeah. gotten more of a profile than it did five six years ago it's actually something worth doing Definitely. And and I think that they probably pay people too. That's so, part of know. their. Uh, I'd say 90% of it is yeah. money. Yeah. And well, uh, yeah. but I, th I think my brand of humor is is kind of in that genre indirectly. I guess as far as, well. as the the, as far as I know, their lyrics are quite crass and over the top. They, they became born again Christians or something at some but point. But that was because they had. Such I think a they bad always were Christians and and. Uh, it's always funny to hide behind Jesus. Yeah, well, there's yeah, some juggalos. Didn't some juggalos do some crazy shit in the name of ICP? And so they had to kind of. Well, I bring don't know what the, it is. They had. I mean, if sure. you take it way back, it's it goes to when DreamWorks Records was like first starting, and they signed. Uh, is that when Warner Brothers Coffee? signed uh, Mr. Bungle? Uh, it was probably after that. It was probably like it was more like maybe '98. They had this record called The Great Milenko. And it was like they got in trouble because they were viewed as like these satanic clowns with violent imagery, and it's like from Detroit, know, from Detroit, and overweight then, rodeo clowns. Yeah, just like they, uh, there's no threat at all, and and now they're I don't know, but yeah, we're really having to talk about juggalos. Juggalos. Oh, we can oh. get deeper into juggalos. I, yeah, we can get really deep. I watched I that love, whole documentary that. as well. I've one, seen it like uh, twice, family, two, three times. family gathering. Is that yeah. It? Yeah. yeah, I love the music. Yeah. Any, Even if it's okay. genres of music I don't dig, I always watch as many music documentaries, yeah. biographies, anything mm -hmm. I can get my hands on. But we kind of got, we, we watched it on tour, and then I kind of got it into it with our tour manager, who's kind of of the same. Ilk? He, yeah, he doesn't it's like, a like it, but then he listens to it all the time to the point where now he likes it. Yeah. Okay. So we were getting to that point. Where I like, had a point oh, where I was listening you? to them. Yeah. I, I was like, for fun, I was I would listen to because uh, I was like so confused by their deal. Uh, Same I was, here. Like, I, 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 there was a song called "What Is a Juggalo," and it would be like, "What is a juggalo? A dead body." Well, he's not really dead, but he's not like anybody that you ever seen before. He'll he Monopoly some lyrics shit out here? Connect Four. <laughs> you know? Wow. And I was like, I, I just. You're making my pussy wet. <laughs> I know, I know. That's, uh, your back pussy. 
What music have you been listening to lately? Anything? Uh, oh, I saw your CD at my brother's house. Brutal Nights? Yeah. My brother's a big oh, fan of yours. That's awesome. Um, I'm trying to think. Well, I just, we just played. And I saw you guys open for uh, The Retards. Oh, at, yeah, yeah. yeah. Not The Retards D's. for Jay Retard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That and was then, a crazy show. That was, he, wasn't it? Yeah, that was a good one. That wasn't like the one a, where he punched. A year ago or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was one where he got in a fight. No, you were at the one where he was making up for the fight, I think, because it was a Sneaky D's, right? Yes. Didn't I? So, so you oh. came to that show, and that was the show that wouldn't really have happened if the other show hadn't been cut short, the one which we also played. The Yamakamba one with no, no, the Silver Dollar. Or Silver Dollar, yeah. And, uh, yeah, Jay wound up, uh, what did he do? He punched a kid or something. Didn't or? he beat up somebody attacked the I, promoter? He, no, 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 no. Oh, okay, no. good. He punched a kid, <laughs> I think. Or he like stopped. Isn't it on YouTube? We yeah. Can all yeah, 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 yeah. Go on YouTube just and like J. Reed. Whatever, and, and I, it's all blurred. Did he die of just natural causes? I mean, I think no. He died of like bad drugs. I think. Okay. Know? Like uh, he took some drugs. They weren't good quality, and uh, I guess. It, what was he shooting heroin or no, who dies from I a think drug it overdose? Was um, but I don't really know. You need to get a better deal. You know, I don't want... And it was really... It was weird and sad. Uh, but, uh, you know, it's so strange. Well, he's, now he's a legend. It did kind of put him into some sort of a perspective that... I think that there's kind of a, a thing sometimes when someone like him who's like... He was like a contentious... Not contentious figure, but he wasn't like an easy guy with everybody. He was really... I think he was really engaged all the time, you know? Which most of the time means that you're super aware of everything that people are saying to you and you'll call them on anything and so I think he was getting in conflicts with people sometimes you it's know autism I think he probably had autism and all of his songs are cool because they're all like I'm I hate you you know they're yeah. all really sort of negative and and I think that's what like struck a chord with people basically he was great I think he's awesome yeah, too he's amazing my brother turned amazing. me in I'm glad my brother uh, he's more punk yeah element of music where I'm more in the metal thing right but we're always exchanging ideas and music back and forth and he's like you gotta see these guys blah 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 and then uh, I think I think I went to see you actually and then they yeah. and then my brother said well these, these guys that are headlining are yeah. pretty uh, impressive yeah 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 I enjoy the back and forth between you guys. You like it when I pick on Nick because it makes you feel better about yourself because you're a prick too. Well, yeah, it gives me some time off. <laughs> Nick is aware of... Have you ever seen him cry? Nick? Yeah. No, but I, I got... Mean, like this week? I got a... There was one time... This is years ago. We're going back six, seven years. Mm -hmm. I think you sent me an email and I sent you something and then you sent me this very stern email putting me in my place going, basically, <laughs> fuck you. Yeah, he's, he's an emotional creature. Yeah. What Nick, was it? And were you like, were you like, about. I deserved that? No, I was like, listen, guy, this is why I, I say this. And then I had to like, oh, yeah, yeah break maybe. face and fucking tell him, no, you're cool. I think you're good. It was yeah, bullshit. That, that, that's, that's, it backed me that's up against the wall. Right. He's that character, though. He's like, Nick has a uh, uh, certain things that he's forgiving with but other things he has to draw a line 
Yeah. And then you got to do damage control with them. Yeah, it's it's but everybody's yeah. like that, right? Yeah, but yeah, I, I mean, I've... you seem like you'd be sensitive, Jason. I cry in the yeah. shower. Yeah, you probably cry in the shower. <laughs> no, I'm sensitive. Cry in the golden shower. People would know. argue that. You cry, My yeah. inner circle of friends think I'm a heartless prick, but you know, I, I abuse them for good reason. I saw a comedian, by the way, interesting to talk about. Uh, put something up online. Uh, I think he's kind of a mutual friend of ours, definitely from our era. He wrote, "You guys keep your name out my mouth." He, he was like, "Here's here's some comedians who have to keep their names out of my mouth." What is this fucking grade eight? That's something you read on a bathroom wall in high school. <laughs> yeah. yeah, trust me. And Facebook is a, all about that's high Dr. school. That's a Dr. Dre line. Keep <laughs> my name out of your mouth. I'll do the same. I think it's about yeah. him and Ice Cube when they had their falling out. Oh. No, I think it was. Yella. I think it was like one of those other NWA, not Yella, like another NWA guy. But sort of this, because it was in 2001, right? Jerry Heller? No, no, no. I think it was like not even Yella, but like another fucking guy. No, it must have been Yella. I love saying Yella. Even though Yella makes it. I think it's pronounced yellow, sir. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Not reading so much anymore, eh, Nicholas? (laughs) <laughs> is that what Hella is? Is it just hello? Well, I was instructed was easy, by my other manager. white friends that it's pronounced yellow. <laughs> it's it's kind of crazy. Like thirteen years into doing comedy now, Fuck, it's it like went by fast, huh? Didn't it? You know, and then eighteen for me. Yeah, it's crazy <laughs> to start to cry. If I could have read more, I I could have done some other shit. Yeah, no. If you'd read more, you could have become uh, maybe like. A if knight. I was more redded. <laughs> yeah. I would have been you more learned than most of the folks in me family. Yeah, you could have done the dream of every comedian, which is not being a comedian and just writing for some show that's only kind of funny. That's like yeah. the dream. Is that really the dream? No. I, I mean, like you know, making any amount of money is the dream. I think. Yeah, I haven't had a day job in sixteen years. I haven't. That's have a, good. I have nothing. Cool. Oh, you have cool, had a home cool in sixteen years. Yeah, I've been all over the fucking joint. <laughs> I hear cool. all these Toronto beans. We love them. Have you we love smoke? all of the Toronto beans. I like it when he slips in and out of nonsense. Oh, big fan <laughs> of donkey jeans. Tip your head back, Flanagan. You're you're drooling into the mic. Chasing race. I bought you this gigolo map. <laughs> Hello, governor. You put some chips in your cunt, mate. Hello, governor. We can't have we nigga. can't have a podcast without one of Flanagan's uh, signature oh, impressions. Yeah. Oh, hey, magic! Yeah. I think I when he, it's so bang on. I really think I'm uh, at the waiting line at the uh, food bank. He is the president of Australia. You've also taken a Twitter. I'd with, like with to personally invite you to perform at the Sandway Festival, Dyson Rice. Is that Australian? Yes, it is. Is that like it's an a Australian kiwi. who it's was a like New Zealand? <laughs> oh, I'm a kiwi. It's he's just doing the same fucking voice. Let's <laughs> hear your Irishman. Hello, hello, uh, hello. Uh, oh, the boys are back in town. Did you hear? <laughs> this is terrible. This is terrible. You're the oh. worst dialect coach I've ever had. Oh, I'm just a cowboy. <laughs> yeah, all of his impressions. Oh, lonesome. He giggles through them. I giggle through I everything. Think he's playing Sex, a joke on himself. Death. <laughs> uh, what else? Uh, uh, what should I do? Your Japanese one. Japanese would be like... Which is also your German one? <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Mr. Hello, Mr. McLean. Can you rescue us? That's Japanese? <laughs> yes, he's very... Sean Connery-ass. <laughs> <laughs> 
just like. Did you get a back scratcher to maybe we push that chinchilla down the uh, collar of his shirt? <laughs> what is that? It's a lot of hair. Jesus Christ. It's a lot of hair, man. So wait, I want to get back to this thing. You were talking about the nerds last year, too. We yeah. were also having a conversation about the nerd thing. Would you say... Fake nerds. It's only ramped up since then? Yeah, I think it's become trendy. You're getting a lot of... Uh, I think the, the, the industry is kind of focusing on the... Um, uh, thing, but I think it's dissipating. I'm waiting for the resurgence of the, the this Kinnison Dice. You Your know. Jim Nortons. Yeah. Well, isn't there a resurgence with Dice himself? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dice I mean, is, Dice is doing well. He did so a special a year ago, actually. It aired on New Year's last year. Oh! Silverstein. And uh, he's Andrew uh, Silverstein. Is I feel like I would probably. You look a bit like his son, uh, Max. Yeah, yeah. And he does stand up. I've emailed. I've emailed back stand-up. and forth with him. I tried to get Max to do stand up for our LA show a few years back. Yeah, yeah, get get Max to do the <laughs> LA Rocks is his son's band. LA yeah, it's Rocks. both his sons. Yeah, one's on drums. I think Max is on drums, and his younger son's on guitars and vocals. I feel they like every... opened his special. Wow! They had his son's band play it. I like how, Eddie Murphy's. Style. How good is No Apologies, by the way? Have you the, the special No Apologies that he did? The one awesome. where it's so good. The day the laughter dies. Oh well, that's just another level of stuff. One and like, two. Yeah, the both of the days the laughter dies. That would have, was my all the days. My point of days. reference for the the album that I'm putting out is uh, there's a lot of uncomfortable. Yeah. Uh, Sabotaging. I have that but on then, my record. Then why too. don't you do? Then why don't yeah. you put out the Toronto Yuck Yucks one in in tribute to the day because the there's, there was there was, was fine line, there was right? frustration in it. It yeah. wasn't me being in control of the the yeah. uncomfortableness. It was just like uh, it was like showing up at the wrong. It was like I came to somebody's wedding and took a piss all over the cake and then wanted to go around and shake everyone's hand. That's awesome. That sounds awesome. <laughs> it sounds awesome that for sounds you. Awesome. But it's my first impression in <laughs> the right. business. I mean, a lot of reviews of my record. When they came, when it came out, we're like, it sounds like bombing, but it isn't. You know what I mean? like, <laughs> is that the title of it? <laughs> sure. oh, oh, that's a great title. It's called yeah, it "I'm Here like All Bombing, Week. But it isn't. <laughs> sound, that's great. Dot dot dot. I mean, I, I think that there was a little bit, and it's still a thing where of like presenting myself. I didn't know you did stand up. No, I don't actually. I do more of a spoken <laughs> face word, the audience kind of like I do. Kind of, uh, I like to think of it as sort of surgery for the soul done with uh, my yeah. voice. It's like, actually, I saw a woman walk out of Nick's show once saying that she'd rather watch her own children drown than see that again. And it was Nick's mother. Yeah. Who is a dog? Greyhound. <laughs> She's the Greyhound. <laughs> oh, you got one of those shoehorns? Are we recording yet? Yeah, we are. Oh, we're in it. Oh, okay, here we are. We're back for Jason Russell's Christian Radio. Here with Welcome Jones. to Jason in the morning. Yeah, we should do a in. morning team. That'd be great. <laughs> Called Black Coffee. Go fuck yourself. <laughs>